get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. I'm not even gonna get into any plugs. I got a little bit of a late start on today's podcast. I got out here at the right time. And I don't want you to think I'm complaining because I needed to have this phone call. I needed to talk to this person. I was texting with her for a little while and I'm like, I'm not great at texting Because when I'm writing stuff, I write stuff exactly how I'm talking. And I know how to spell. I know all the spellings of they are, there, and there, or you are, or your. I know the difference of that. It's just I don't like typing things out. I like to be able to talk to somebody. Text is not personable. You don't get emotion through the written text. It's really hard. And sometimes things, you'll say something and it'll be taken out of context through text and people get upset. A lot of fights happen through text messaging. And I text with this person for maybe about 15 minutes. I was like, you know what? Can I just call you? And I called her and I got to tell you, every time I talk to this person, it is like a shot of adrenaline. It makes me so motivated, makes me happy, makes me forget about all my problems. You know, in that scene, and I'm only going to use the analogy of being depressed or being in a bad mood as Marcellus Wallace's wife, the one played by Uma Thurman, snorting that heroin, and then John Travolta take her to his drug dealer's house and stuck that long-ass needle in her heart, and then she just popped right out of it. Yes, that's how I am every time I talk to the one and only Michelle Wargo. Now, you're probably like, oh, am I supposed to know who Michelle Wargo is? If you live in Orlando, I would hope that you do, but Michelle Wargo started out in radio about the same time as I did at Clear Channel in Orlando. I was working at Real Radio 104.1. She was interning, I think, at 101.1 WJRR. Now, I never understood this. I mean, there are attractive women, and I know with this whole Me Too thing going on, I don't want you to get it misconstrued of where I'm going, but Michelle was a model. She did modeling, did a lot of TV stuff, and I'm like, this girl does not need to be on radio. She was doing promo stuff with JRR. Then she, I think she moved over to the Florida Radio Network, which is the news department that covered a lot of the news for the cluster in Orlando, and then she started doing weekend shifts at JRR as well, too. And I always saw her. But I got to tell you, she is so ridiculously beautiful. I was intimidated by her. I would go in because Real Radio Studio used to be right there by Florida Radio Network. I would walk by all the time. I would hear her talk and had an amazing laugh. The laugh was infectious. 
And I know that's not a great word to, to to use, especially with the pandemic going on, but it's the truth. It's one of those laughs that just makes you feel good. And then I finally, I don't even remember how I built up the nerve to talk to her for the first time, but we would randomly talk. I would never have enough confidence to carry on a long conversation, but I would say hi. I'd be nice. And if she talked to me, I would talk to her. And then I think she went away for a little bit, but then came back to Clear Channel. And that's when I was working on the Drew Garabo show at night. And Michelle Wargo used to come on on the nighttime show once a week as a guest. And she knocked it out of the park, was great. And then I started to form a little bit of a connection with her. We became friends. We would talk. And then there was one night. And this is how life works, people. These little decisions that you have in life that at the time they don't look very big. Because how much easier would life be when you had to make one of those major decisions in your life if it just had like a little disclaimer like, hey, this is kind of important, man. So make sure you make the right choice. And I had one of those one night after Michelle Wargo was on the Drew Garabo show. Now, I need to back up just a little bit to set the scene for you. But at the beginning of 2003, I was still on the Monsters of the Midday. We ended up doing a New Year's Eve gig to finish out 2002 going into 2003. So we did a big party at one of the hotels in downtown Orlando. I was single at the time. I think I just got done dating Jesse the fiddle player at that time. So I was a little burned and scorned from women. But we ended up doing that gig. And then I walked to the bathroom to take a break during the intermission during one of the concerts. And when I'm walking back from the bathroom, I met this girl, which turned out to be my future wife, Krista. Now, I'm only telling you this because I'm just backing up a little bit to those life decisions that you make. Because that part of the story is very important to what I'm about to tell you. I know I can't look back on things and regret things. Or, you know what? There's no guarantee if I would have made a different decision on how things would have worked out. But I do think about this. Because that is what life is. We're here for a short amount of time. And it's all about those decisions that you make and what path it leads you on. But if you think about those decisions that you didn't make... You can't live life. You're going to get depressed and it's going to eat you the fuck up. And you can't do that because unless you have a time machine, it does you no good to dwell on that. Because, yes, it would have been nice if you would have made a different decision. There's no guarantees that it all would have worked out if you would have made something different. But how the human brain works, you wonder and you think of, hey, what if I would have done this instead of that? How would my life turned out? You know, the human brain has evolved and we think about stuff like that when there's nothing we can do about it, but we still do it anyway. So back to what I was saying, I was working with the Monsters of the Midday at Real Radio 104.1 in Orlando. Then around March, I ended ended up getting hired to be the producer of the Drew Garabo show at nights. And that's where I reconnected with Michelle Warga. Always had a crush on her, but I never pursued it because I didn't have that confidence. I look at Michelle Wargo, if I would have tried for her, and even if we would have dated, I definitely would have outkicked my coverage. Because at that time, I did not have the confidence and she just had the personality. People loved her at Clear Channel Orlando. She had a great gig 
big going on. And she was so beautiful. One of the most beautiful women that I've ever met in my life personally. Then one night after the Drew Garabo show, I don't know why, I was kind of in a state of shock, but Michelle said, hey, do you want to go grab a bite to eat after the show? If you're a man, you're a goddamn liar if your mind automatically doesn't go to, hey, is she interested? You know, does she want to date? Or is she showing some interest and she wants to feel me out? But guess what, guys? I just started dating my wife. Well, not my wife, but I'd only been with her for a little while. Now, I've never been one of those guys that dates around or sees other women, but I had to take this opportunity. I had to take that shot because you know what? I would kick myself in the ass until the end of time. So we went out, went out to the Applebee's right there in Maitland, right across the street from Clear Channel Orlando and hung out. Now, there was some issues. Not not Michelle's fault. But guess what? Um I was driving from Orlando back to Volusia County every single night. And one of the things I did every single night on my ride home for an hour, I would have to talk on the phone with my new girlfriend, which ended up being my wife in the future. But guess what, people? When you're talking on the radio for four hours, the last fucking thing you want to do is talk for another hour on your drive home. I had to make up an excuse. I had to say, hey, we're having issues at the radio station and I got to work late, but I did not have to work late. I did not. I went to Applebee's and fucking ate with Michelle Wargo. At the time, I really didn't give a damn, but I had to take my shot. I had to take that opportunity to hang out with Michelle Wargo, and it was awesome. We connected. We became friends, but it never really went further because I got into the worst fight with my new girlfriend at that time. I don't think she, this is the first time I've ever admitted this. I lied to Kristen to go out with Michelle Wargo that night. And we had a fight because I didn't call my girlfriend, Kristen at the time. And I felt bad. I was a pussy and I didn't take my shot. I did not try to pursue more dates with Michelle Wargo. And I don't know what happened there. I really don't. Maybe I just felt like I wasn't good enough. I wasn't in her same category of the type of guy she would date. We remained friends. And then I, you know, I I saw on social media or found out she was engaged. Then she ended up getting married. I was happy for her because I do consider her a friend. But I just wonder if I would have pursued more after that one date because she asked me to go out and get something to eat. So there had to be something there. And guess what? I was too much of a pussy to pursue it. I was a bitch. And I don't want you to think that I regret my decisions. No, I don't regret them at all. But what I'm saying is it didn't end up working out with me and Chris. And and you're not being a human being if you don't think about what could have been. But that's how my brain works, people. But fast forward a little bit. I'm married. I'm working at Real Radio. And then I end up going and getting fired at Clear Channel Orlando. And then I got to go work at the Bubba Radio Network, which was a great thing for me. And then I find out. Because this was so awesome. I was so happy for her. But not a lot of women make that transition from radio to TV. Because Michelle is a natural reporter. She did it at the Florida Radio Network. She ended up going 
and got hired at West Channel 2 in Orlando and started doing traffic and was great. She was there all the time doing an amazing job. A lot of these radio people have tried to go from radio to TV and it just does not work. I ended up getting divorced in 2014. We've still been friends, but we don't talk as much. And then 2015 rolls around and I start talking to her because Michelle ended up getting a divorce. She separated from her husband. That year in 2015, we talked every single day. And I don't want you to think it was me. Oh, I'm going to get the rebound. This is my opportunity to try to date Michelle Wargo. Yes, it was in my head. I would be a liar, but I didn't approach it like that because I just went through my divorce and I thought I could help her out. And she says that I was able to help her out tremendously and we became even closer friends. Now, I hope you guys never have to go through a divorce. It's become commonplace in the United United States, people are getting divorced more than they ever have. But when you become accustomed and you become partners with somebody, you become best friends with them because that's the only way a marriage can be successful is that you're best friends and it hurts. It makes you feel like a failure. We only have a short period of time on this earth. And if you are in a marriage and it doesn't work out, you feel like you just wasted your time. Right after you get divorced, yes, that's how you feel. Now, when I was removed from it and I look back on it, I don't regret it. I had a great time. Hell, I hated Kristen right after we got a divorce, but that was on me. That was my ego and it was wrong of me. Now, we talk every so often. We text every so often and and guess what? We have become friends again. I wish my ex-wife nothing but the best. I want her to be happy because you know what? That would make me the biggest fucking asshole in the world for me to wish ill will on her. And I feel good about that because I had some really great times with her. That's why I helped Michelle out. Because it sucks. You feel hopeless. You feel like a complete loser. Because nobody likes to fail at things. And I thought I would be able to help her out. And I did. Now, it kind of backfired on me a little bit, if I'm just being honest. And I was not mad. I was not mad. But if I'm just being honest, I talked to her. I helped her get her confidence back because I'm sure it's tough for a woman right after a divorce and she got back out there. Not not right away. I don't want you to think, oh, she got right back into it. No, she built up her confidence and she met people. Now, yeah, I'll admit, I was like, fuck me. I just helped her land all these like really attractive guys, younger guys. And it ate me up. It, it, I would be lying. And I'm trying to be open with you guys as my audience, my supporters. And yes, it did bug me, but I'm friends with her first and I was happy for her. That year, 2015, we hung out a lot. Every chance I could, when I could get to Orlando, I would hang out with her. I would be doing show prep at the Bubba Radio Network in the mornings, and I would log on to West Channel 2 just to see her do her news reports. You know, we became friends, but yes, I still had that crush. I was living all the way over in Tampa. I was living at CRI in an apartment above Bubba's Ray Shop. Uh, Michelle, while she was working at Channel 2, 
too. She got to host like the Christmas tree lighting in Orlando. I showed up for that. I showed up for all of her events. Went out to many, many times. Know that you probably are looking at me like, oh, I was helping her out through a rough time, but I had ulterior motives. No, I did not. I didn't. Because you gotta, you gotta realize the whole time I was like, she is out of my league. I built up the nerve one night went over it was her birthday uh we went over and it was a big party i ended up giving her a ride home that night i was going back to tampa that night but when i dropped her off we sat in front of her house and we were chatting and i built up the nerve and I kissed her. Now, she was not dating anybody at this time. She's happy right now. She's got a great boyfriend, and, and I wish her nothing but the best. But like I said, we all have those girls throughout our life that we have a crush on. And I did kiss her, and she did not mind. We really didn't talk about it anytime after that. To be honest, I'm lucky that I didn't get, like, maced with pepper spray in the face. I don't think Michelle would ever do that, but some people look at at me as hey that's the nerd he's a creep but I didn't get maced in the face so I take that as a bonus it could have been a big risk on my part but we've still been able to be friends I'm glad I went for it I'm glad I took my shot but it didn't end up leading to anything and like I said I'm okay with that the reason I'm telling you all this I'm not talking about her just to think oh you're doing this Tuttle you're talking about her because you're gonna use this tape to kind of impress her no like I said she is happily in a relationship right now has a great job but I would like to see her get back on the radio or on TV somewhere but the reason I'm telling you about this because I've worked on my mental health that's the thing about life I talked about this earlier we have those opportunities throughout our life and it's all about the decisions we make you can't harp on those because there's nothing you can do about those you got to live with the consequences of the decisions that you make but it's okay to look back on them as long as you're not dwelling on them because th like I said there's nothing you can do about it so don't get down on yourself a lot of people that's life and success yes it's a lot of hard work it's a lot of determination and talent but it's also comes down to luck people I know that sucks I don't believe in karma I don't believe in destiny as well either because I find it hard to believe that your whole life is already planned out. It's not. But I'm glad that I reconnected with Michelle Wargo. I'm not going to go into details, but she just went through some stuff and I've reached out. We've talked, but I wanted to give her her space because she's going through some stuff. Maybe she'll eventually talk about it, but I want to get her on my podcast because who wouldn't want somebody that is a professional broadcaster? I mean, when you're talking the difference between radio to TV. You're talking about people that are white trash to people that are in the upper class. They, TV people, think that they're better than radio people. I will say this though, TV people and the ones I've talked to, like for example, Eric Weber, some of those TV personalities that are broadcasters hate having to read off of a teleprompter. In radio, especially in the FM talk format, like Real Radio 104.1 or The Bone, or working on the Bubble Up Sponge Show, the freedom, how you're able to give your opinion 
Because if these TV broadcasters go off script, they get chastised for it. But I would love to have her on because it would bring legitimacy to my podcast if I just had her on once every other week to just come on and just talk. Hell, I would be open to just giving her a segment where when she comes on, she hosts, she gets to talk about anything and everything that she wants to. And I would love to do it. Now, me talking about this, hell, there might not be a chance of her wanting to do this podcast because she might want to get a restraining order after how much I talked about. I'm going on like 20 minutes right now and it's all been about Michelle. So I might not even be able to call her, text her, email her without going to jail because of a restraining order. But I'm just joking. I I know it wouldn't come to that. I just wanted to talk about it because it's something that's personal in my life. I wanted to share my experience because I think a lot of guys have been through what I went through. Nerd, radio personality, and hot talk satirizer. You're listening to the Tuttle Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. KSO Records proudly presents Super Songs of the Quarantine, featuring hits like All these Coveen fits better fuck. Sheets are gonna ruin, gonna ruin the whole economy. All these COVID bits, they're the fucking shits are gonna ruin, gonna ruin the whole economy. And who could forget? Wake up in the morning feeling kinda shitty. Slip on my COVID-19 mask before I hit the city. Before I leave, smoke some weed and take two shots of Jack. Because shopping right now is so fucking whack. There's also... Even when COVID is not around, you know that we'll be bunkered down. We're bunkered down. Still bunkered down. K-Cell's Super Songs of the Quarantine. Available in record form and single only. Alright guys, welcome back. This is some of those usual trips that you hear me talking about on the podcast. I've been getting some great feedback from people saying that they like it. When I record my trips out and about to run errands for my parents... Because I've, I've had to learn how to multitask. Recording this show as well as doing stuff for my parents. I mean, they can take care of themselves, but they're getting towards their mid-70s. Dad's not getting around as well as he used to. Mom, she's had cancer a couple of times in her life, and she's gone through remission. But her immune system is absolutely shot they have not left very many times since the start of this pandemic i maybe one or two times and that was stuff they had to do they had to go to the doctor for doctor's appointments they tried to hold it off as long as they could but i gotta run up to the gas station now I'm trying to figure out if I can do this. My mom has a prescription for her medical marijuana. She takes the medical marijuana 
because she deals with tremors. She she shakes a little bit from all the chemotherapy and stuff she's gone through, all the side effects from the various medications she's had to take through her life. And the only thing that makes her straight as an arrow is the medical marijuana and she got on it. It was one of the best things that she's gotten on because she was able to get off at least four of her prescriptions that she had to take. Now, I don't want you guys to think I'm anti-medication, but you gotta understand a lot of these doctors, they over-prescribe. And it all happens because of the pharmaceutical companies putting money in the doc's pockets. I don't know if it's like straight up money, but they're giving them stuff, benefit off of writing more prescriptions. And that's why I think Americans in general are over-prescribed medications. Hell, look, look at most TV commercials, people. Why would anybody in the world want to take any of the fucking medications that they see advertised on TV? I would say about a quarter, 25% of the commercial is reading all the side effects. My favorite is anal bleeding. Who would even think about ingesting something that's gonna give you anal bleeding. I don't want any part of that. I don't know who would want any part of anal bleeding. It's bad enough whenever you take a dump and you gotta wipe. There's sometimes, I understand this, when you can go and do a number two, the best feeling in the world is when you take a dump and you go to wipe that first wipe and then you look at the toilet paper. Maybe I'm weird because I look at the toilet paper The best feeling is when you wipe that first time as when you got it off the roll. Oh, that's such a great feeling, a clean cut. But there are also sometimes when you go number two, fuck me, I've used a whole roll of toilet paper and still can't get that shit clean. It'll it'll be so bad just in case I get a paper towel, about four plies of a paper towel and wet that down just to kind of clean up back there. I, I used to use baby wipes, but have not been able to find them. But back to what I was saying, I need to find my mom another vape pen because her vape pen that she's had for the longest time to be able to ingest her medical marijuana broke. Now, can I go up to the pot shop and buy one? Because it, I'm not buying THC. I am just buying the apparatus you need to smoke the weed. I I feel like they're gonna give me a hard time when I go try to buy this. Now, there's a couple of Indian stores, convenience stores that are owned by Indians, and you know, they sell pretty much everything in there. So I'm also thinking I could get it from there as well. Before I left the house, I've been telling my parents, and I don't know why, because the movie The Revenant with Leonardo DiCaprio was on recently. And I'm almost absolutely sure he won his Oscar for The Revenant. And that is just mind-blowing because he should have won for his role as Jordan Belfort in The Wolf of Wall Street. But he ended up winning it for The Revenant, which I didn't get because he didn't talk a lot in that movie. Because if you remember, he gets injured by the grizzly bear attack and messes up his voice box and he really doesn't talk that much so that always drove me crazy but i i told my parents about the wolf of wall street and i told them you've got to watch this well when i left the house 
the movie was actually coming on the movie channels. And I, I turned it on and I said, just do me a favor and watch this because it's going to give you a new appreciation for Leonardo DiCaprio. That's one of his best roles. There's so many great moments in that movie. And I was blown away by it. He absolutely should have won his best acting Oscar for that role. All right, I'm going to walk into this store, see if I can get that vape pen for my mom. But I'll be back in a few minutes. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. Pedal's Daily Podcast is brought to you by stitchyouup.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. One nine seven eight cars for blind kids. One nine seven eight cars for blind kids. One nine seven eight cars for blind kids. Give a blind kid your car today. Do you have an elderly loved one that recently bit the dust and now you're stuck with their jalopy? Why don't you consider donating it to one eight seven eight cars for blind kids? We'll give a blind kid grandma's old car. And if you come out every second Tuesday of the month to the old Sears parking lot. You can watch them drive around and bump into each other. It's a great time. 1879 Cars for Blind Kids. Donate your car to a blind kid today. 1978 Cars for Blind Kids. 1978 Cars for Blind Kids. 1978 Cars for Blind Kids. Give a blind kid your car today. All right, time to wrap up the show, guys. I'm taking my usual nighttime walk around the hobo fish camp now i don't know if you guys saw my post about a week ago i ended up finding my old fishing buff and you don't know if you don't know what that is that's the like the little mask you wear over your face out when you're fishing and i posted a picture with it on and asking if it was a acceptable thing you could use for ppe during the coronavirus and i posted it a lot of people think i posted that picture on purpose shirtless but i really didn't people i did not i've been walking around i'll admit with my shirt off a lot when i'm here at the fish camp i wear shoes and shorts and that's about it it's too damn hot right now and guess what i feel good about how I look right now. And I just happened to not have my shirt on. But everybody was clowning me about my nipples. All right, a lot of these people that were making these comments were dudes. First thing the dudes go for is to look at my fucking nipples. What the hell is that about? I'll admit, my nipples are bigger. They've always been a little bit bigger. I have normal size areolas. But I do think my nipples got a little bit bigger from taking that Risperidol. One of the side effects was the growth of breast tissue. I didn't get boobs or anything. I just, I got a little bit more there. But since I've been working out, that's gone away. And I'm actually starting to get way much of a broader chest from all the push-ups I'm doing. Why can't you just give me some credit? 
for looking good. But no, you all have to be dicks. And I know a lot of you guys are just joking. But I don't think you realize what it took for me to get to where I'm at right now. I quit drinking. I quit drinking. That was what put most of the weight on me. I was like 198. That was the heaviest I've ever been. And this morning, I'm hovering back and forth from 160 pounds to about 158 now. And I don't want to get any skinnier than 155. Then I'm going to try to bulk up a little bit. Like I've said, if you listen to this podcast, I'm going for Brad Pitt and Fight Club. And I know that's pretty unattainable. Like I said, if I fall a little bit short, anything past halfway, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'll take half of what Brad Pitt looked like in Fight Club. So I'm going for that. Not going for perfection. Just want to feel healthier. I stopped the drinking. I've got my mental health in check. And I got my physical health down pat right now. I still got a lot of ways to go because I did a lot of damage to my body from the years after my divorce because I just didn't give a fuck. I gave up. I did. I gave up. And now I'm having to work just as hard to get all that back. Why is it so much easier to gain the weight than it is to lose the weight? I mean, that's just one of God's cruel jokes on us. That's why I don't believe in God. But what I'm saying is, fuck, it just sucks. I'm not a superficial guy. I'm not doing this to impress anybody. I'm doing this to prove a point to myself that I can accomplish something. And I'm doing that with the podcast as well, people. And it's paying off. You guys supporting it, you guys telling everybody about it is only helping me out. And it makes me more confident. A lot of people think I'm crazy when I say a lot of people call me crazy and ask me why I call the people that support this show supporters. Because just like soccer, you guys are just as important as the players. Make sure you go to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds. T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. Go to my social media, twitter.com slash Tuttle or facebook.com slash Tuttle. Questions or comments, you can easily do that by emailing me, Tuttle at gmail.com. And if you'd like to help out the cause, if you don't want to donate any money, hell, I'll take a dollar. You can go to my PayPal account, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. And if you can't donate anything, times are tough. I know that. If you want to help me out, Tell your friends, your family, your loved ones, your neighbors, your co-workers. Share it on your social media. That's how you can help me out. All right, guys. Hope you guys are having a great weekend, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketBearClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions, Facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceoverservices.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? 
go to Tuttle at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.